Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. And apparently there's extra graphics. Huh? With Amanda and a smiley face. Welcome to our show. It's uh, Thursday, which is the end of the week for us. Yeah. So we're going to have a blast. I've got all kinds of travel stories for you, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, all the good things that happen when you're traveling today. And there's some really cool things that happen when you're traveling. There are. You get to meet some really neat people, and I get to tell you all kinds of stories about it. But I'm excited to be back. Amanda, thank you for covering the show while you're I was welcome. gone. Um, you get another run at it shortly. <laughs> I know. like two weeks. Uh, in two weeks, it's Amanda's show again. Yes. For two weeks. <laughs> for two whole weeks. Yes. See, this vacation thing, it's a new word I've discovered. And I'm trying to figure out how it works, but it, mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty good at it. I feel like you're getting a little too comfortable with me in the studio, so now mm-hmm. you're just booking vacations left I and right. <laughs> I'm like, and then the numbers you had were great. You had all kinds of good people and comments, and the shows were good. And Well, we have great fans. I felt pressure. I looked at the numbers the second or third day. I was like, I better bring it when I come back. You better. I better bring it, or all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm going to be the sign at the bottom. <laughs> it's like, this will all get taken out. <laughs> I don't think you're in danger of that anytime soon. Now, Melissa, I was not kidnapped, but I do have a funny story about getting back home. Yeah. Which I will get to right after we do a few stories. All right. And we get our advertisers in Mm -hmm. here. All right. So Powell Heating and Air Conditioning have been in business for over 40 years. Their dedication to customer service is evident in everything that they do from the time that they take your call, time they get to your house, so they solve your problem, they care about your comfort and they want to give you great service they've got a fleet of over 10 trucks and a 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment and they service all heating and air conditioning brands they do work 365 days a year 24 hours a day they're open all the time if you need them give them a call and i gotta tell you it's gonna get hot out there this summer summer is coming so get them to look at that ac unit before it goes out because you don't want to deal with that when it's really, 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 really hot. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you it's got to over me. there? It's to you. I've got South State Bank. I don't have to do all four of them today. It's so exciting. <laughs> the team at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you're looking for a banking relationship you can count on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road through 12, State Road 16, and The Beach. You can visit them at their website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. Carmelo's Pizzeria and 123 Burger House, they are both locally owned and operated by the Tringali family. Carmelo's was voted best pizza nine years in a row, and... 123 Burger House was voted Best Burger three years in a row. I'm combining. You see how I'm doing that? I love it. New York-style brick oven pizza, also serving salads, subs, wings, and more. At the 123 Burger House, you can get burgers, chicken, wings, salads, authentic wood-fired pizza, and ice cream. Both restaurants order dine-in, offer dine-in, take-out, delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. Go and join Enjoy dinner with the Tringali family. Join them for dinner. All right. And opening their doors in 2008, the Casey Agency, Brightway Insurance, uh, they probably stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says Ashley Casey. They pride themselves on being insurance experts, and they truly enjoy the relationships they forged, and the office has a real love for St. Augustine. I can tell you that because they insure this show, and they make it easy, and it's fun. Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, give them a call. Go over and see them. They're absolutely wonderful. All of our great sponsors, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are glad that you're here. Captain Jack's watching. Captain Jack. I don't even know if he's in the country. This could be an overseas watch. Jack, just tell us in or out country. That's all we need to know. He's in the Bahamas with a last name like Morgan. I'm going to have to have a Cuba Libre. He's got to have a drink in his hand. I will be slightly disappointed if he does not. He's one of the coolest guys ever. Yeah. I ran into him uh, before I left on vacation and invited him on the show and said, listen, the statute of limitations on all the things you've done is up. It's okay to come on the show. It's all right. You can do it. It's fine. It'll be okay. Um, so, yeah, so you have some stories. I do. And since you've been running the show, uh-huh. let's run your stories first. Okay. And then I'll give you kind of, um, I, I have a, a, the trip back story. And, and under people are interesting, I have a Mr. Happy story. You've been off the grid, so I've got a couple of softball stories. Okay. Nothing too serious, too political. Trump did it. 
It depends on what you're talking about. There are so many different investigations and so many different court cases, and I don't even want to go down this. Trump not guilty. Let's go with that one. What? It depends. Yes. It depends on the jurisdiction. Yes, and if either one of them is elected, the Pence might be a big part of the next. the next administration. I didn't go there. That was you. That was me. Hey, I've had fun on vacation. You did. I haven't had to think about any of this. All right. And I enjoyed it. So what do you got? I've got a feud in the House of Mouse. Okay. In the I House got, of the Mouse. In the uh, House of the Mouse. It used to be the House of the Mouse. Here in Florida, it's now called a rat problem. It's a rat problem. It's wow. now called a rat problem. We're leading into that. It's a stray rat <laughs> and a mermaid. <laughs> They're entering the theater, but only one can reign supreme. Okay. So... They were talking about the projections for the new Little Mermaid coming out, and what it's looking like that opening weekend might be. But it's but it's kind of a there's a lot of controversy with the new Little Mermaid. We're not even going into the controversy we're not even yet. going to the controversy. We're yet. just talking about opening numbers. Okay, this shouldn't be a controversial topic. Opening right? numbers like at the beginning of the movie. Opening weekend. Opening so weekend. Like okay. What they're going to make the opening weekend. Okay. And they kind of fudge that, and they start pushing the opening weekend to Thursday and Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then it's like it's yeah, it's, it's an opening weekend, open? but it's seven days. Yes. Okay. So. Some dude on Twitter, which I know is your favorite, yes. some dude on Twitter is talking about the opening weekend projections. I believe it's some Hollywood something or other. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's in my notes. All right. So, Little, Mer- Little Mermaid, according to Hollywood Handle, <laughs> they're projecting... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They really should change that name. I'm just <laughs> Based on everything that has gone on in Hollywood and the things that have been exposed about Hollywood activities, I would find a new name. However, they're probably incredibly successful, and the Hollywood I'm not saying has been exposed. I'm just I'm no, I'm just simply saying that based on Hollywood activities, Mm -hmm. which some of them are not good, and I'm not accusing everybody in Hollywood of being not Mm -hmm. good, but there are some that have given them a bad name. Mm That's kind of an interesting... Years ago, you're like, oh, they have a handle on what's going on in Hollywood. Now, you look at it under a new microscope, and it's just a different thought process. But early social media, your name on social media was called your handle. And so the Hollywood handle's handle is Hollywood handle. Well, youngster, let me tell you what a handle really was. (laughs) I don't know if I want that. That was your CB name. Oh, yeah. You had a handle, okay. and you had a CB, and you didn't use your real name. You wouldn't be Amanda Bouyer. You might be AB, mm-hmm. right? I'm AB on on a CB, and that was your cool handle. Everybody had a handle. My dad's handle was awesome. We told him yeah. no, it was terrible. We told him I had to change it. Clay makes fun of my AOL yeah. email address, which yes. I still use. What was your dad's handle? I have forgotten. Smiling Jack, I think, was his or something. Yeah, it's like my dad never. He was like deadpan. It's like. Yeah. No, Dad. No. 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 People are going to meet you and go, where's the smiling guy? Yeah. No. No. Because my dad was very kind of serious all the time. And he, he did laugh, but not no. all the time. So, yeah. Okay. We're like, no, that's not your handle. We'll find another one for you. All right. So, the yeah. Hollywood handle. The Hollywood handle. As projected, <laughs> or at least they reported on the projection of yeah. $155 million take on the domestic box office for the new Little Mermaid opening weekend. Okay. So they tweet this out, right? Yeah. So another person retweets this, and they say, well, Aladdin, which was another live-action remake mm-hmm. that came out in 2019, yep. they ended up making a billion dollars overall, mm-hmm. and their opening weekend was $112 million. Okay. So kind of like, okay, what's Little Mermaid going to make? If they have a $155 million opening weekend, mm-hmm. what, are we, what are we guessing is going to be like the overall take? That's kind of what this conversation is. Yeah. Right? So Mina Masood, who was the actor that was cast as Aladdin okay. in the live-action Aladdin. I didn't see it. He, I, didn't I honestly see didn't see the cartoon one either. I saw the cartoon one. It was fantastic. You were young enough to. I was young enough to. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, not going to go. I am anti live action remake, so I'm out on all of this. I don't. But he enters the chat, and his tweet has got a lot of blowback, and 
Here's what he says. He says, our film was unique. The Aladdin film was unique in that audiences went back to watch it multiple times. So they had lower opening weekend numbers than what is projected for Little Mermaid. But he's claiming that people rewatched multiple times and that's how they got to billion. Right? So people came and rewatched it multiple times. It's the only way we reached the billion dollar mark with our opening weekend. Um, or with our opening, he didn't reach the billion dollar mark with his opening. I think that was overall take. Um, so then he continues, my guess is the little mermaid doesn't cross the billion dollar mark, but will undoubtedly get a sequel. People lose their collective minds about this. I don't care. Why do people lose their minds about this? Because they're in Hollywood. They're wrapped up in Hollywood stuff, right? Nothing that will go on in that movie mm-hmm. will have any impact on my life, and so I just—I—I. I, you are wrong. That's not why people lost their minds. <laughs> why do they lose their minds then? People lost their minds because they're very sensitive. There's—you mentioned it. There's a lot of divisive talk about this new Little Mermaid. A lot of decisions were made that people are happy about and love, and some people really, really hate. Everyone's vocal, so everyone's sensitive. So the ones that can't wait for this little mermaid yeah. read this and they're like how dare you bash little mermaid he didn't bash little mermaid you haven't seen the movie yet you haven't seen the it movie might yet. be horrible it might be great you haven't seen it yet but he also didn't bash him he said i don't know i don't think they're gonna get to a billion dollars i don't think that's a hot take movies haven't been hitting the billion dollar mark since covid that's not a hot take but then the thing that's funny is he gets a little salty and he's like, they will get a sequel. Why is that salty? Because Aladdin 2 has gotten shelved. So he's mad that he was in a billion dollar movie and got skunked on the sequel. And he's saying they're not going to hit a billion dollars and they're going to get a sequel. People bully him off Twitter for this. So this is just jealousy in every facet. Well, he's he's jealous of the of the projections. He's angry, he's angry that his movie that did a billion dollars didn't get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams was better at Aladdin, and he didn't get a sequel. Well, he's also ignoring the fact that his movie came out pre-COVID, so movies were going gangbusters at that point. Mm-hmm. Multiple films reached the billion dollar mark, but Will Smith was the family friendly character actor in a comedy was and was and excellent dramatic actor was until he imploded his entire career Mm -hmm. in a couple of different ways oh yeah which we've talked about yeah so it's not like and he was the big name draw the slap heard around the world but it was also the the tearful red table talk heard around the world yeah like it's a hard sell for family friendly when that has gone viral around the globe four or five times. So I'm going to speak up for our listeners. All right, you've been telling this entire story, yeah, and I can only think of one thing. They're bored. No, no, I can. It's not that. It's yeah. not. This has been on my mind since the beginning. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to say anything, and now I have to say something. Do you know the first Disney movie that was reimagined as a live action? The first Disney movie that was reimagined as a live action. Yes. Come on, you guys out there have to know the answer to this. I'm extremely disappointed. Barbara Jean and the Bobby and Tim movie. don't get in the first Disney movie that, that was, was reimagined as a live action movie. Uh, I'm going to go like totally off the wall and say Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, it was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But I'm not sure it was a Disney movie. Yeah. It was the first cartoon. I understand. You're not following, and that's okay. It's okay. I'm glad. Live action remake, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't by Disney. You'll figure it out. Are you alluding to something? I'm not alluding to anything, and Melissa got it right. She got it right, yeah. She did. It's exactly the movie. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. So, who's going to win, do you think? Do you have a projection? Uh, those of us that don't go see the movie and don't participate in that discussion. All right, who's the second winner <laughs> in the box office? Those secondary <laughs> I don't really care. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that Little Mermaid's going to get to a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just have to hang with me a little bit. Somebody send me a just hang with. Just hang with me a little bit. You guys are getting there. Oh, it's good to be back.
Um, no, I don't. Honestly, this is the, the people I think inside Hollywood and and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I think they really truly care about that. Yeah. Um, outside of Hollywood, I honestly think the luster is off of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it's not just the pandemic. Yeah. It's just people are fed up with being preached to. Mm-hmm. Right. When movies were fun and exciting, in Maverick. What a great movie, mm-hmm. right? And people went to go see it. They went in droves to go see it because it was a fun movie and there wasn't all this insane, asinine preaching that goes on and today. And as we learned on Tuesday, Top Gun came out on May 16th in 1984. Yes, <laughs> it did. It did. That's that's when I got my first really, on my own, I want to get a short haircut that the nuns would yeah. be approved and would be happy with. Yeah. It kept that darn thing until Cruz retired last year. Yeah. And this has gone wild since then. It's crazy. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave you guys something to think about over the week. Somebody, somebody send me a, a private message. Uh-huh. If it's inappropriate, don't send me a picture. No, don't do that. Please <laughs> don't do that. Whatever you do, don't. All right. So that's story one. What do you got for story two? All right. I've got the least surprising turn of events ever. And um, nobody picked it because I, I guess I aggressively named it yesterday. Okay. So no one wanted to hear the story. So yeah, you got to deceptively get them into the story. Yeah. So if you haven't looked at that, I love our listeners, but you got to figure out what the hook is that will make them want to hear the story. I thought it was funny. I guess nobody else. I guess once you learn the story, okay. then it'll be funny. But so I was asking them, <laughs> one of my topics was socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Yeah. Um, it probably should have been the least surprising events ever. So yeah. in Canada mm-hmm. recently, the... Anarchist Coffee Shop has closed out. Yes. This place cracks me up because it is an anti-capitalist cafe. Yeah. Shop and community space. Mhm. You understand a mere comma separates anti-capitalist and shop. Nothing says I hate capitalism like a freaking gift shop. Yes. Where you go buy things. But I think, if I read the article, because I, I did think I saw that on vacation, because mm-hmm. I did kind of look at some news occasionally. Seems like something that you would have clicked on I, the I, I was like, okay, there's no way this is going to work. But I think mm-hmm. they were letting people set their own price for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if they came in and said, oh, I can't afford this, man, but I need it. Mm-hmm. They were giving it to them. Yeah. Right? So They're not the first. They're not the first to try this concept. Yeah. It's been tried mm-hmm. repeatedly. You know what? Yeah. They just didn't try it the right way. If only they tried it a different way, it would have worked. It wasn't real anarchy, and that's why it didn't work. We just need to get a better anarchy rule. If I read a sanitized (laughs) version of their statement, you might understand why people who, even people that wanted free coffee, Mm -hmm. wouldn't walk into this place. No, uh, I think the homeless began taking the place up. Drug addicts. I mean, I think there were were all kinds of people hanging out in there, Mm -hmm. and capitalism you have to provide a service and the service isn't for mm-hmm. people i mean if people just can walk in and do that kind of stuff dude all you've got now is a parking lot under an overpass so what they described themselves as yeah. was an anti-capitalist anti-colonial cafe shop mm-hmm. and radical community space on stolen lands so what they have done is they have rectified the stolen part and they've given the land back it's about darn time right yes but their statement at closing is, it's intense, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's been an amazing experience. Gabriel Sims Fewer wrote on the cafe's website, connecting with so many great community members, sparking desperately needed debates, raising the blood pressure of conservatives. That includes you, anarcho-capitalist and libertarians, fulfilling the dream of the most fulfilling the dream of most service workers by not having to tolerate the presence of professional class traders looking at you pigs and military and experimenting with living and working in ways that don't enthusiastically embrace the pure misanthropy of capitalism. Unfortunately, the lack of generational wealth seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources left me unable to weather the quiet winter season or to grow in the ways needed to be sustainable long term. He continues, 
The cafe has been a no huge wonder people success. didn't like him. He's too long winded. Well, we'll get back to that. The cafe has been a huge success in every way I hoped and has given me so much inspiration and education that I plan to put use in future projects. He concludes with F, he spells it out. I'm not going to. F the rich, F the police, F the state, F the colonial death camp we call Canada. Well, there's an easy thing for that. First of all, if you think Canada is a death camp, uh, there's a Uyghur resort that I would like to send you to in China. Yeah. Um, there, it's you don't don't cost a thing to go there. Mm-hmm. You, you just get sent there. There's free classes while you're there. There's free exercise while you're there. Well, now you've given Tim uh, something else to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, hang in there. You're going to enjoy trivia. Troy's coming in today. You're going to like trivia. <laughs> you can wait, Tim. You'll make it. Um, but no, yeah, it's just, there are other places, there are other to, places to go that if you want to see what that's really like, you should go there. Yeah. Right? And every place in history that someone's been, the people that are there now were not the first people that were there. Shocking assumption. Shockingly. <laughs> and, and really, if we want to get down to this, if we want to get down to the core of this, mm-hmm. the group that should be completely upset about their lands being stolen are the animals and the plants. Mm-hmm. The animals and the plants were clearly there before the humans were there. They do not identify as vegans, so and, and they the are also... animals and the plants yeah. were upset that humans took over. So look, this giving it back to this group of humans or that group of humans, George Carlin would say is not going far enough. Mm-hmm. He needs to go back to the animals and the plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they were there first. Let's if we're going to go to they were there first. And then if you really want to get down to the nuts and bolts of this... The rocks and the sand were there before the animals and the plants. Mm-hmm. So the rocks and the sand are the ones that have the biggest complaint about this entire hierarchy that's developed. Mm-hmm. First of all, the animals and the plants came in and took over. Yeah. Then the humans showed up. Mm-hmm. Then, then, you know, then the anarchists showed up. <laughs> anyway, that guy can uh, buy his ticket to the Uyghur resort What's in hilarious to me, China. do you want to hang out with this dude and have a cup of coffee? No. Does he sound like a fun guy at parties? No. And his last name cracks me up. What? Sims Fewer. So what is the game Sims? It's a bunch of NPCs that repeat non, um, non-participating non yeah. players, characters, uh-huh. that just kind of mindlessly move around in a world. Yeah. So you have a bunch of like people on repeat that are just mm-hmm. repeating what they've been programmed yeah. to repeat. And then Fewer. He now has Fewer Dollars. He's got a lot of Fewer Dollars. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if he... In a business plan, might have worked. Well, he's running a socialist coffee shop in probably the nicest version of socialism you can get to in Canada. Yeah. Uh, I'm still angry. I would disagree based on some of the things the Canadian government has done over the last few years about it being nice socialism. I, I will completely disagree. The nicest version. But if you want people that are going to pay, um, Business people are always going to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. They're looking for good service. If you get good service and good food, they'll they'll pay you. You can make money at that. Starbucks has made a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. And having the cops come in and get some free coffee once in a while or free, make sure that no bad guys want to hang around the place. So there's a no. system. It works. You don't have to use it. You can come up and reinvent your own if you want. By his own description, which he's claiming it's a good thing, yeah. he was forcing people into much-needed debates do you want to pay for coffee and get lectured by your barista? He was raising the blood pressure of conservatives. So let's split our our potential customers I, at least in half in this country. I don't know, in Canada, so, maybe it's a third. And then then giving the, the service workers carte blanche to scream at you and judge you by your appearance. Are you going in and paying money for coffee here? So here was his fatal flaw. <laughs> right okay he started the business in a mm-hmm. place that has some freedom mm-hmm. where people have the ability to choose mm-hmm. had he started the socialist coffee shop in a truly socialist country where they had put all the capitalist shops out of business or put them under their thumb he could have had crappy service crappy coffee yelled at them and told them they had to be wards of the socialist state mm-hmm. and he would have stayed in business because he would have been the only place yeah. He picked the wrong place to start this thing up. See, I thought the fatal flaw was that he started a capitalist, anti-capitalist venture. Yeah, that didn't help either. <laughs> didn't but, he, help. but he just started in the wrong place, right? Downtown yeah. Berlin in the 1950s probably would have been a good place for him. Yeah. Not Berlin, so but East, East Germany. So he follows in the footsteps of yeah. the 
communist Panera Cares Cafe initiative, the feminist Mantax coffee shop that closed down. So, you know, long tradition. Yeah. Of socialism being tried over and over again. It's just not tried the right way. If they just had tried it a little differently, if they'd had it, but you know, Amanda, the people just don't understand. Yes. It's failed everywhere it's been tried because it just hasn't been done correctly in all these years. He maybe needed to have drunk a little less coffee, so he was a little less hyper and a less screamy. And maybe I think he needed just a little bit of Kool-Aid. That's what I think he needed. Some (laughs) Kool-Aid. He might have drunk the wrong Kool-Aid already. Yeah, I think think he did. All right. Okay. Our our trip. First of all, um, got to stay at a a really nice house we got to stay at uh, two years ago down in in southern Nicaragua. And... um, one of the coolest things is is we met uh, a cook. You could you could hire a cook to come in, and Claudia came in and cooked for us the uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. She hadn't worked in almost a year at that time because we were in the middle of of COVID, and yeah. and Nicaragua was just kind of opening back up a little bit to let people in. Um, and you couldn't even fly in Managua; you had to fly into northern Costa Rica and Liberia, and then drive drive there. in. Yeah, um, but which, which that was the first time I walked across the border. Yeah. Because you can't drive across that border. You have to stop your car and you have to walk across and get in another car on the other side. At least you did that intentionally and, you know, with yeah. the, the country's permission. Yeah. I, it, yes. Mayor. Yes, mayor yes, and yes. Right. And and so um, this time we we, uh, we we opened the door and all of a sudden here's Claudia again to be our cook. And she was very excited. It was great to see her and her family and mm-hmm. um, just really, really nice. But And we had a great time there. Everybody got along well. The waves were, were pretty good, mm-hmm. but on the way out, um, we're supposed to leave Tuesday morning. Uh-oh. And at 9 o'clock, we're all ready. We're waiting on our driver. It's a three-hour trip to Managua, and we, we're going to get out of there. And 9, 10, hey, uh, we text him. I got a flat tire. I'll be there shortly. Yeah, okay. Not not bad thing, right? 9, 20, 9, 30, 9, 40. Hey, are you going to make it? Nothing. Ghosting. Yeah. So now we start calling the management company, which is great. They're absolutely wonderful people. It's a Nicaraguan surf ranch. They're amazing. Would take to go vacation there anytime, right? Mm-hmm. And they try to respond by getting us another driver. So there's six of us, six bags, and three big board bags. Mm-hmm. And they show up with a minivan and a four-door car. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, that ain't going to work. And by the time they got there, it was, it was about three hours or so. It was, it was a three-hour trip, which would have left us like 40 minutes to check in and get to mm-hmm. the flight. And we're like... International flight. We're, we're, no, not going to happen. Not No way, no how. So we decide, well, we'll stay. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's only one flight a day per airlines in and out of Managua. Yeah. So they're pretty full. Mm-hmm. And we knew we weren't going to get on. So we tried to, to look at flights the next day. And I'm like, well, now, now all of a sudden, all of these spy books that I've read all these years <laughs> are like running through my head. I'm like, we got to evac out. There's no way we can get out. Of, you know, we got to get a chopper from a different location. So it's like, we got to go to Liberia because yeah. there's more flights. And, you know, it, it was a great, uh, the husband, Omar, uh, his wife, Claudia, cooked for us. He drove us uh, down to the border. And you walk across the border. There's a nice guy that we meet. Um, Basically, you got to take all your bags out of the van. Mm-hmm. You got to go about, I don't know, 400 yards or so to the uh, immigration center to get out of Nicaragua. And this guy puts all the stuff on this little cart up on the top. He's riding in a bicycle. He's got all the luggage in front. He gets us all through the Nicaraguan custom, gets us all the way over to the Costa Rican side, right? And then we're, we're parting ways. And he's negotiating with me what the fee should be at this point in time. Oh, and, right. and I'm like, hey, man. I, I kind of got this figured out, but I said, Let, "What do you What are you doing?" So he gave me a number that was pretty low, and then he said, "But if you really want to get to this number, you're okay." And I said, I, "I give you a better offer." And he looks, I'm like, "Oh, here's where the American rips me off." Yeah. Right? It was kind of that look, and I gave him more money than he had asked for at the high offer. Mm-hmm. I said, "Does this work for you?" And he's like, just like giving me hugs and stuff. I'm like, "These guys are are, are working." There's not a lot of tourism in that industry. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. I mean, gets you all the way through the system. Mm-hmm. Um, does a, a pretty good job of dealing with people who don't speak his language. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> Americans are the worst at a second language. The rest of the world's great at a second language. Mm-hmm. We're not so good. We're, we're just not. We've got too much landmass to necessitate second language. I, look, I, I, I give everybody full credit that can learn that second yeah. language. I just struggle at it. But anyway, 
Um, great people down there. Uh, really, really fun time. And like I said, Nicaraguan Surf Ranch, if you want to go down, really, really fun uh, place to go surfing. Um, and we were on Playa Colorado's, which is a good beach break. Another uh, break at the other end of the cove was um, Panga Drops. Out of practice? No, no, no. I just, I, I'm, yeah, I am out of practice. So Panga Drops. But anyway, really, really fun. So while I'm out in the water one day, mm-hmm. I see this guy this nice wave, and I, he paddles back out, and I talk to him like, hey, that was a really nice wave a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. My chick on the beach missed my picture. And he throws some expletives in this, right? I bring her all the way down here, and I get a great wave, and she doesn't get a picture of it. And he's... Blah, 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 blah. So job is to sit there and stare at him 100% of the time? Yes, apparently in his mind. Wow. Yeah, you got comments? <laughs> so, I, I'm like, well, you know... Mm-hmm. Probably one of your be- too bad. It's probably one of your better ways. To- oh no, I got much better ways than that on the. Show. I mean, this guy's like the vibe was like, okay, I'm just yeah. going to paddle away. I don't need any of this. I'm I'm cool. I'm fine. So I I paddle away. He starts talking to another guy. He goes in. The second guy paddles over me. He says, "Oh, are you from uh, Virginia Beach, where that guy was from?" I'm like, hell no, I'm not from where that guy's from. <laughs> me and Mister Happy are not from the same location. No way, no how. Not even the same. No, and, and the other guy says, "Yeah, he was kind of angry." I said, "Listen, I almost paddled in, walked up to the chick, and said, now's your time to leave.' Yeah, right. There's no reason. No reason. Yeah, there's no reason to hang here yeah. for this. It's time oh. to go. Yeah, yeah. Boom. No need to go. It was just right? kind of crazy. So you run into all kinds of different people. There are really a lot of great people you meet. Um, met people from Argentina, Israel. Tim said it would have been cool if a shark ate him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I would have rooted for the shark. Um, all kinds you of really bad attitude. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of really shark. cool people you meet out there and you get talking to. And uh, one of them was a guy named Andrew Cotton. Okay. So Andrew Cotton, if you watch the Hundred Foot Wave series on HBO, okay. uh, Nazare, Portugal, he's one of the surfers that surfs these Hundred Foot oh, Waves. Cool. So all of a sudden, my buddy Victor's talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that guy looks really familiar. Where do I know him from in St. Augustine? And Victor's like, hey, this is Andrew. Cotton. Hey, seen you on TV. <laughs> that really nice guy. Um, had Clearly, some, he had seen you on the nine hundred fours. So yeah. He was like, you well, know, actually, the worst part about it. Yeah. This was horrible, and and I, you know. We're sitting out there in the lineup. We're talking back and forth with Andrew Cotton, big star on a hundred foot wave. And you know, where are you? Where are you guys from? Mm-hmm. Well, we're from St. Augustine. Next words out of his mouth. Do you know Davy Hartzell? Next words out of. Do you know Davy? Davy knows everybody. Davy knows everybody. I was like. Yeah, we, everybody loves him. We kind of know so Davy. We work with him a little bit. Yeah, we know Davy. Yep. Yeah. Next thing out. Do you know Davy? It was scary. It really, truly was. But anyway, everyone uh, knows Davy. Mm-hmm. There was no, I did not see any billboards in Nicaragua about Davy, okay. but they're coming. I'm sure they're going to be there. They just have to get proofread yeah. with the translation. And I was a little shocked because when we got into Costa Rica, there wasn't a billboard that had Davy Hartzell on it said, Welcome to Costa Rica. <laughs> I was just a little disappointed. Yeah. So, but yeah. But no, it was really, really fun being out there. A um, lot, of, lot of cool guys. We, um, we had fun. It was really, super really fun. cool that you got to meet Andrew Cotton. Yeah, it was nice. He's a nice guy, and we didn't have a long conversation. I mean, we were out there kind of surfing, but um, did get in one of the biggest barrels I've ever been in in my life and made it out. And I was like, okay. You made it out. That's well, dangerous. I mean, I, I could have. It, it was a. It had hit the inside on the wave and mm-hmm. had a really kind of a funky section, and it just pitched. And all of a sudden, I'm in this stand-up barrel. I could have put my hands in both directions up to never would have touched the wave. Yeah. It was like that. I was like, okay, that's, that's wild. Yeah, that was great. Was, and one of the other people on the trip saw Did it. Did Darcy get a picture of it? No, him? you know, Did I don't... Did you yell at her I look, I, I, No, no. I do not in any way, shape, or form. I think waves are... You're, you're supposed to enjoy them. If somebody sees them, it's great. Um, I had a friend, uh, Victor, who took a wave. And I thought he went one direction, and I see one of my other buddies paddle over that one. I'm like, well, Victor didn't go that way. I looked the other way, and he came over the wave like this. And he's like, this, I got it! And I was like, yes, you did. Yes, you 100% did. So. Is there, do you guys ever play like King of the Mountain? No. It seems like that would be a fun game to play as a surfer. No, no. There, it's actually, um, there's a different game, right? Okay. If, if your buddies call you into it, you have to go. Oh, no. Yeah, if your buddies call you into it, you have to go. And... There's times that you're like, are my buddies really on my side or not? <laughs> you know, trying to murder are, are they on my side or not? And it's right because we we well, 
I have people that have gone down with us that haven't surfed a whole lot in, in Costa Rica areas. And it's like, hey, if we tell you to go, you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. And they don't believe you the first day or two. And it's like, I could have made that. Yeah, we told you. We're not going to call you into a wave. Yeah. That you're not, we're not doing that kind of stuff. But I've seen high school kids out at the beach do that. You got to go. It's your turn. You got to. And you watch this huge, nasty northeast swell coming. And you're like, dude, don't paddle for that. And sure enough, he goes, gets blown up. Yeah. I dated a guy and that when he was in high school, he and his buddy had something called danger points. Yeah. And they it was just basically like a dare. Yeah. I'll give you 50 danger points if you do this, that, or the other. So, like, one would be, I'll give you 150 danger points if you go smack that chick's butt while her boyfriend's playing pool so that he sees it. Like, just stupid stuff. And they had some great stories, but I was so glad that that guy didn't live where I lived because I wouldn't want to be around that. No, 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 no. No, and, and again, you know, the guy being upset in the line is like, dude, there's just no, if you're out there, just enjoy that you're out there, right? You're getting yeah. to surf one of the better spots in, in Central America. You're getting to be in a place that, that uh, you can actually unwind and decompress, mm-hmm. and you're worried about a picture. I mean, I, I really felt like it was, I hate to say this, some chick influencer on, on TikTok, and I was like, just get, you know, no, we don't need another picture of your breakfast. It's okay. We're going to live without so that. Is the dude surfer equivalent of a like food influencer on TikTok? I, I don't know. I just thought it was a, a bit over the top, right? The waves yeah. are supposed to be enjoyed. Just enjoy the waves. If somebody happens to get a picture of you, that's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. to, to expect someone to get every single picture of you or you're, while you're riding, that, yeah. well, if that's your expectation like, on life, whew, why are good you luck. There? Are you there for the photo? Yeah. Or are you there for the experience? Because now you've just ruined your whole day surfing because you're crying like a baby over a yes. picture. Yes. Like I'm I'm terrible modern mother because I don't take forty pictures no. of every single thing that we do as a mm-hmm. family and then we'll get back from hanging out or doing something cool and realize that I don't have any pictures and then I'll be scouring my friends or my family members pictures to see what they got to see if we have anything because I'm just I'm terrible about it. All right. I don't take a ton of pictures. On a dare. Things that are dangerous to do. On a dare. Uh, I saw Troy Blevins walk by the studio door just a moment ago. So I'm hoping that he's ready to come in here and do a little trivia. Because we have some really, really good trivia questions. And you guys, if you participate, hey, who wore it better? What? You talk, talking about a beard? Yeah, who wore the beard I'm better? Just, I'm just beside, uh, surprised your baby face can grow one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am over 40 now. <laughs> oh. oh, you've always been older than me. I'm shutting the door. Shut the door. Is Blake playing today or is it just the two of you? He's in there. Blake, are you up? Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Blake, this is going to be a tough one because it's not all stuff. So if you read Fox News today, you wasted your time. Uh-oh. Oh. Not surprised. I, I, <laughs> I gave him a softball and he took it. I studied. I lobbed that across you the did. plate for you, buddy. I, yeah. I studied. Yeah, you studied. I bet you, Troy texted me last night, I need to talk to you tomorrow when you get home. I'm like, well, I get home at, at 1.30. What bar are you walking out of and I'll meet you? Blake, <laughs> I, I was home at like 10.30 last night, right? Really? Yeah, I wasn't tracking the time. You were, you were my chaperone. So Blake was my ride. Chaperone so. and Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you charge your dad per Uber ride? Rent. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to live there. I wish not to comment on that. <laughs> plead the fifth. Like. Yeah, I was about to say, plead the fifth. So I've got some news questions. Oh, I, I welcome back. Well, thank you. It's, it's nice to be back. I had a great trip. Uh, I might do another one here shortly. Yeah. I, and I, I didn't realize that was a beard until you said it. So you know, I thought it was just. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it, thought it was some Nicaragua dirt or yeah, something. Yeah. You know. So yes. Congratulations well, on being able to grow that much. One of the guys on the trip stepped on a wasp. Like oh, on day ten. I'm like, I hope you're not allergic to that. He said, Well, it does kind of swell. Guy was surfing with a swelled up foot. Dropping out on waves that were huge. Yeah, that's all right. It's like, dang. It gave him more balance. It gave him a lot of balance. <laughs> he was a little more stable. Big okay. Foot. All right. Blake, you ready in there? All right. Turn your phone off, Blake. Affirmative. Are you ready to take Sorry, the God. crown back? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been a while since Blake's been our champion. Okay. So Bernie Sanders. 
Right? Bernie Sanders. He's still alive? His salary... I don't know. His salary for being a senator is Mm $174,000. How much money did he make last year on book sales? Last year on book sales? Last year on book sales, yep. He hasn't had a book release in a long time. He had a book out last year. Did he? Remember? Because he was charging people $25 to see him at the book signings. Oh, I thought... He had to pay money to get into the book signing. Which oh. is a very socialist thing to do. Everyone was charged the same Sounds thing. Sounds kind of capitalist. Uh, <laughs> that would make an anti-capitalist I, coffee I, shop. I, I, have a, I have a question before anyone answers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does this include the advance? On I the don't. Book? It just tells me what he's made. I'm sure the advance was in the prior year. So book okay. sales. Okay. So it's just on sales. Yep. Book okay. sales okay. last year. Yep. Me. Yep. Ladies first. One hundred seventy-four thousand was his Senate salary. Okay. Um, I can't imagine anyone would want to read that book, so I'm going to say 30 G's. 30 G's. <laughs> I'm, I'm, say, sure I'm, I'm going to say it's much higher than that, <laughs> because half the country has a D beside their name. So, no, no, no. It's really only like uh, 28% now. No, it's only 28%. No, it's 28% Democrat, 28% Republican, and 40% Independent. Independents are growing. People are getting fed up. Okay. Yep. I'm just telling you. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I can tell you. Our current president got a lot of votes. Yeah, no, more no, than he thirty thousand. I, I completely agree with it's you. It's the independents that elect president. But you know what, though, he did. I've been trying to tell Mike that for years. By did, the way, he, I think that's fake. Um, he did. He did get. He did beat Bernie Sanders, which means more people voted for Joe than voted for Bernie. Yeah. So you got to think about that. All right. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say six hundred thousand. Blake. So, so I'm gonna say it's it's lower, but but higher than man. I'm gonna say 150k. Blake's the closest. Okay, right, 174 thousand. He basically oh. made the same amount of money on book sales, balanced it as it. he made on um, on the other. Mm-hmm. So he's made more than 850 thousand in the last three years alone between his salary and his and his book royalties. Mm-hmm. But really, if you think about that, 174, t- yeah. That's about 50-50. I did not make $174,000 last year, and so I feel like Bernie Bernie Sanders owes us money, Blake. (laughs) I mean, it's only fair. Again, don't join in. (laughs) So, I have a question. Do you think that Joe Biden, when he writes his memoirs, there'll be a scratch and sniff section? Uh, I think it's going to be a coloring book. Yeah. It's not a curiosity. <laughs> I was thinking it's going to be more of a sticker book. <laughs> you know, that maybe, takes a certain uh, amount maybe, of coordination. And if Hunter's involved, it's going to have pop-ups. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, I thought that was all good commentary. So, so Blake, really Blake's was. on the board already. Blake's right. on the board with one. Yeah. All right. Which big city mayor... Blake, by the way, I just want to say for the record, Blake's the only one that read the book. <laughs> I do. I do not. I do not read the book. I don't have a book. I don't like reading books anyway. <laughs> That's so defensive. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, Blake, the only good thing is the longer he picks on you, the more you're in the lead. Yeah. You should encourage this type of activity from your dad as long as you're Let leading. Let me get in the lead and then pick on your dad. <laughs> He's got a whole other show with me. So. Okay. Um,. So, which big city mayor, and the city is a sanctuary city, declared this week, we have got to get legislation that ends the sanctuary city? Do I have to have their name? Uh, I think it's just a city, I'll tell you what, if you want to give me the city, that's fine. All right. I'll tell you, if you give me the city and the mayor and you're right, I'll give you an extra point. All right. Right, Troy? Uh, I'm going to San Francisco. Name of the mayor? I don't know. Okay. Blake? Uh, uh, so I'm going to say Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. Amanda? I also was going to say New York City and now Mayor Eric Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I had one first. <laughs> Blake, you have three points. Amanda has two. <laughs> I can tell you this. I didn't even know who the mayor was in New York City. <laughs> I just knew it wasn't de Blasio anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't know who the mayor was. You guys are awesome. Okay. We're getting a little, little different track here. All right? all right. So I got these questions from Ethan today. He does a, a mental quiz every day, and he sent these to me. So this is really kind of cool. Um, six letters, mm-hmm. right? Each one. So it's the first letter of a country. 
Okay? So I'm going to give you the first letter of a country, right? Any country in the world that starts with that letter. We want the country that has the highest population that starts with that letter. Okay. Okay? So A, the first letter is A, Blake. So what country in the world starts with the letter A and has the biggest population of all the other countries that start with the letter A? Now, those only count for official names, like so. Yes, it's the official name. United States of America versus America. Correct. There's no U. We're not doing America, right? America America is not a part of this. So, which country starts with the letter A has the highest population? Blake, you're first. Uh, I only have two countries in mind, like it's either Albania or Afghanistan. I'm going to say Afghanistan. Right, Afghanistan, Amanda? I go Argentina. Oh. Troy? Australia. Argentina's the answer. Yeah. Argentina's, Argentina's okay. the answer, yes. I was thinking of Argentina, but the, I, I, the, I was like, Australia's so big. It's so big, but it's very... Mm-hmm. The crazy thing about this is you're trying to figure out the name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once you get one that pops in your head, you can't think of another one. Yeah. Yeah. So like Blake yeah. thought of Albania, and I'm like, I didn't think of Albania, but I would, that was, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. So you, you kind of run through that. So Tim, Tim, you're on the board with one too. Right. Yep, Tim's got one. So yeah, and I did right. think I thought of it, and I was just like, our, yeah. Australia's just so big. Yeah. So All right, uh, very unpopulated though. Yeah. Well, they've kept it that way. Uh, the letter E. The letter E. Which country? Oh, that see, I was so ready for B. <laughs> I was going through the whole alphabet. I forgot it was a There's word. No B. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, the letter. Samantha took care of that. Yeah. Now I can't think of a single country. With the letter E. e. I know. E took me a second. It really, truly did. Um, I have two. I I thought of one, and I'll tell you which one it is when we get to the yeah. I'm going to say Estonia, because that's the only one I can think of right now. I didn't think of that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with Egypt. Egypt. Oh, I didn't think of that one the other today. I got stuck on one, and I couldn't get get rid of it. All right. I had Andy's answer. Go ahead, uh, um, Blake. Uh, so, so I'm also going to say this is also a a country that's based in in, in um, on on the African continent. I'm going to say Ethiopia. That was my, that was my yeah, other Ethiopia one. Ethiopia is right. my other one. Yeah. Yep. Man, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Blake is back <laughs> in the lead. I've got them both of them. All right, first choice, Troy. Okay. The letter H. The letter H. Which country starts with the letter H? Has the highest population in the world for countries named with the letter H. One came to mind right away, but I gotta, <laughs> I gotta think through. Yeah, yeah it's hard because you get that one thought yeah. in your head, and so well, like with E, mine was Ecuador. I could not get off of Ecuador. Yeah, I could not. And I'm, all of these names are popping up in the comments. I'm like, man, I wish I had thought of that one. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna stay with the first one that mm-hmm. came to mind, Hungary. Okay. Mm. Awesome. So, 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 I'm flipping a coin between uh, Haiti and Honduras. Like, they're, like they're, they're like, uh, like, 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 like low income. So, so I expect them to have like both have like a little bit of higher population. So, I'm just going to say Haiti. I was going Honduras. Haiti. Is that Haiti? <laughs> is the answer? Haiti was the answer. Yes. Yeah. I knew. I knew it was dense, but it's so Haiti? small. Yeah. I, I, I got to get I out of that because Honduras and Holland. Yeah. Australia, Australia bit me. Yeah. So how many points do I have so far? Uh, right now, Barbara Jean has one. Tim has two. Amanda has three. Blake has five. Uh-huh. You are of zero. That's what I thought. You're like the Reds at a baseball what, game. You got nothing. Hey. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, the letter N. Which country that starts with the letter N has the highest population for countries with the letter N? Blake? Oh, oh sorry, I'm on camera. Where did you come from? Oh. N? Yeah, that's I thought that was one of the ones I thought of. Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Boy, 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 boy. Uh I I'm going to say uh it can't be Nicaragua, is it? You go with whatever you want with it starts with an N. Oh, boy. I so so I'm going to say Just don't say NASA like on your shirt. <laughs> It's NASA, but it's not on camera again. <laughs> do we need Amanda to be the producer? <laughs> uh, I can. We can no. do it together. No, we're good. Um, All right, I, 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 so, so I'll probably say Nicaragua. Right? Amanda? I'm going to go Nigeria. Uh, Troy? I'm Nigeria. It's Nigeria. Yeah. yeah Welcome to the board, Troy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was the only other one, Nepal. Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands. Um, New Zealand, but also sparsely. Yeah, yeah. very. So, so, yeah, there's are more. So, those are so there's small. more sheep yeah. than there are people. I've yeah. seen. Yeah. I've been there. Right. Um, so you know more about the sheep. I know a lot about okay, the sheep. Yeah. He doesn't know the capital of New Zealand. Wellington. <laughs> I do now. I'll never now. forget. All right. Which country it starts with the letter P? Uh, That's me, right? It's yes. Yep. Yeah. Starts with the letter P. All right. I'm gonna go Pakistan. Same. Blake. Same. It is Pakistan all the way across the board. Oh, so Amanda's oh. got five. Troy's got two. Blake's got six. All right, uh, this one was great. By the way, I couldn't come up with another P. No, yeah. Another one came into my head at all. Pakistan and Panama. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> but yeah. I knew that wasn't the answer. Panama wasn't coming Peru. Yeah. I thought Peru for a minute, yeah. too, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Pakistan locked in. Blake, last one. Wait, I'll go first. You go first on this yeah, one? Yeah, sure, uh, sir. Yeah. Right, the letter V. The letter V. The letter v. v. Which country starts with I the letter come up V? With one with the letter v. I know. It took me a minute, and I could only think of one, and then afterwards I thought of several. Yep, Tim has so, four. Tim's hanging in there. Uh, Tim's actually had a letter V, Vatican City. <laughs> I did. That was actually one of the ones that came into my mind. It's the smallest country out there. Uh, that's the only one I could come it up has with. The most, it has the most gold per person, right? Per cat. I mean... Look at all the gold leaf inside those buildings. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So you got Vatican City. It's, I, I I can tell you right now. I, I don't have a V coming to me. It's it's one of the disadvantages <laughs> of going first in this game. Estonia. Yeah. All right, uh, Blake. All right, I'm gonna say Robin Williams made made this oh, uh, I got country it. famous. I got. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Amanda? I got Venezuela. Venezuela is the one thing. Vietnam. Vietnam. Vietnam has more people than Venezuela. Venezuela Vietnam. came to me as soon as he threw it to yeah. Blake. I didn't even think. And Vietnam that. never came to me. Yeah, so. Vietnam never came to me. We lost a war in that country. You know? We tied. We tied. Yeah. Thank you. We called it a draw. We no, we actually tied the one right before and then yeah. kind of We're still at war with the one before. Yeah, we kind of still are. All right. Um, a driver in Colorado, Blake. Was getting pulled over by the police for a DUI. In a desperate attempt to not get charged with a DUI, he switched places with what type of family pet and put the family pet in the driver's seat when the police officer walked up. Ooh, this is a hard one. Dang, I I, I haven't heard about this story, but but, but it seems but it seems like I I'm flipping coin once again between the dog and the cat. But I'm good. I'm gonna go with the dog. So you're saying he was an iPhone user? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's a dog. Long-standing player. joke on the show. Yeah. Hey, yes. you're, a, you're a cat lover. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, Amanda. I'm gonna go with dog too. It was a dog. It was a dog. We, we, we did it on the morning show. We did, we did, on, the we did show. it on the morning show. Yeah. Okay. Blake, Blake tried yeah. to play that off, yeah. and I knew he watched the show that morning. <laughs> that was a good job, Blake. Blake, you did a great job. That was a good job. Uh, the funny I guarantee thing is, you Barbara Jean got that one. Did you? Did she did? <laughs> did you finish the story though? So he gets out of the car when the cops stop buying the story and runs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 we did. Uh, so we he had, makes it like ten yards or something. Yeah, twenty <laughs> yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It so, was a C and I dog. They didn't give that part. <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason there's Braille and drive up uh, yes. ATMs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But actually, the funny thing about that story was uh, we actually had a uh, officer D Brown uh, on the morning show, and Pete P asked like, "What would the San Augustine Police Department do in?" That situation, yeah, yeah. Did right. say you would laugh? This, this, yeah, is, this is the best story of the day. Okay, but I saved it for questions. No offense, when you hear this, I know you brought two, but just tell me if I'm right. Somebody did show prep. Tell, uh, tell me what I, I'm. I know who didn't. I've been on vacation. I've been on vacation. Okay, so an IBM employee mm-hmm. in England, okay, has been out on sick leave collecting a paycheck. For how many years? How many years has he been out collecting a paycheck? Okay. IBM. IBM employee. IBM. Yep. I'm going to say that it is 27 years and his name is Cosmo Kramer. (laughs) Oh, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. That's about the time Robinson Crusoe has been on the island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just. The number popped into my head, so I'm gonna stay with it. Pete Rose. I'm gonna go 14 years. Blake. I'm gonna price this right and say Split it's higher. Difference. 15. It's 15 years. 
15 years. I got out Troy by my own kid. <laughs> so wait a minute. How much money have they been paying him every year? 15 years. 15 years. What's his annual salary in U.S. dollars, not in pounds? It's IBM, so it could be a... Okay, I think it's me, right? Yeah. Because you went first. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say uh, his annual income is 126000 Blake? All right. I'm going to say it's around sixty k. I'm going to split the difference on that. Um, not exactly. I guess like 80K. 90, yeah. <laughs> so you're if you had, if you had split, split it right the down the middle. You'd have been dead on it. If you had done it right down the middle, you'd have been well, dead on. I knew she wasn't getting it right. She's a woman doing math. I knew she was going to get it wrong. <laughs> so she was the pounds amount. <laughs> She's only here to take pictures. I heard the last story. All right, wow. Um, you spent too much time in the water with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> You had the right answer. You had the right answer. You're like, I'm going to split in half. I'm like, she's got this. This You're like, oh, she's going to land right on the number. I'll go with 80. I still got a point. I didn't have to do math. I I say that's two points. All right. All right. right, Hold on. Does it say the actual uh, British pound amount? Yeah. Well, how much was it? 72,000 pounds. Okay. Thanks. She was closer still. You want me to give her another point for that, yeah. too, Blake? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, it was in pounds? It was in pounds? So here's the thing. He's suing IBM. <laughs> He's suing IBM. This is a three-part on one story. Why is he suing IBM, Blake? I'm going to say because... Uh, a, a, a most common human uh, human resources complaint: their healthcare plan sucks. Healthcare? Okay, right. not in the UK. That's not the p- complaint in the UK. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say wrongful termination. <laughs> Troy, uh, I'm going to say emotional damage. All of you gave great answers. <laughs> He's suing because he hasn't gotten a cost of living increase in the 15 years. <laughs> story of the day. That's hilarious. It's the best begging, story of the day. What do they call them? The begging choosers yeah. or whatever? Yes. Oh, yes. And here, here's the However, Clifford could not help but notice that his free salary was not going up these days thanks to inflation. So he sued IBM for not giving him a raise but paying him for 15 years of being out for health reasons. Clifford the big dog. The big red dog. Alright, here's... And, and I probably should wrap myself out on this. You know, I, I'm part of FRS, like the Florida Retirement. Yes, right. you are. So they have a penalty of 5% if you take it early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if you take it early, each year, you get 3% increase coming back. So truly, the penalty is only 2%. So yeah, when I, stop when, right when I did the math... <laughs> By taking it early, I would have to live to 92 years old mm-hmm. before I broke even. <laughs> Which you knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh, with my lifestyle? <laughs> His goal is skidding into the grave, yeah. like sideways. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally going in sideways. What you want is a Dukes of Hazard slide, <laughs> jump out of the car, and skid across but, the parking lot. No, push it up a ramp. Yeah. But I don't think anyone does the math, and yeah. they don't take it. They're like, oh, I don't want to give up that 5%. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They didn't do the full research yeah. on it. So it, it's like, okay, do the math and see if you really think you're going to live that long. Yeah. All right. So, so right now it's it's uh, BJ's got one at least. Andy's got one. Tim's got four. Troy's got three. Amanda's got seven, and Blake has nine. He's <gasps> almost Blake. in double digits. Blake, I know. Blake is one question away from hitting the rare double digit mark. And we got a minute here. All right. So the EPA presented. Um, the percentage of American cars that need to be electric by 2032. Nine years from now. Okay. So this is the EPA under President Biden. What percentage of cars in America do they want to be electric by 2032? Amanda? We're like at what, 2% now? We're doing percent, right? Yeah. yeah. We're like at 2%. I would say they want us to be at 30%. That's a number that was stuck in my head. So I'm going to go 29. Blake? All right. So, so all right. Go I'll, 31. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go higher, but it's gonna be like like since this is a buying campaign, I'm gonna say it's like higher, like like two thirds, six six percent. 
I think he's reading the stories as we're doing them. You know, 67%. Ridiculous. Nobody's watching Blake back there. I know. We're going to have to get an official watcher of Blake. Blake, that's If it was me back there, I'd be worried. <laughs> Blake, 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 Blake. Blake. 67%. Now we know why we can't see Blake. Yeah. No, Blake, that's twice in a couple of weeks you've gotten 10, mm-hmm. which is very rare on uh, on Trivia. On Best Guest Friday yeah. trivia, which is on a Thursday. It's almost yeah. suspiciously yeah. rare. I know. I feel like the Jaguars, I scored three points. <laughs> uh, which Jaguars? Yeah. <laughs> there was one year that would have been good. Hey, uh, Tim was right there with you. There were a lot of a lot of really, really good answers. Tim, I need to go drinking with Troy who wins. Yep. <laughs> I need to go drinking with Troy who wins, Mike. Uh, Tim, I don't know, man. You guys are both professionals. Yeah. You guys are both professionals. If it's beer, he wins. If it probably it's, if it's is. whiskey, I think I got him. Have you drank with him before? No. Yeah, it, yeah. Whiskey, probably Troy. Yeah. 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 But uh, you do get a free uh, Uber driver. Yeah. Troy Blake. will pay for the Uber driver. No, Blake. Too. Yeah, Blake. Blake's coming to get us. All right. Um, Amanda, thanks for covering this week. Of course. Troy, Blake, thanks for coming in. Uh, Blake, Thank congratulations on being trivia champion again. Thank Yay. you. You're awesome. And that was the best story. Yeah. 15 <laughs> years without going to work and suing over not getting a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Did he win the suit? I don't know yet. I'll oh. let you know. Okay. All right, this is the Mike Davis Show. We'll be back on Monday.